0: Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. Today we are studying the second half of chapter 17 of the prophet Ezekiel. This would be 17b. This is Saul Weinreb, the host of the podcast. In the 17a, the first part of chapter 17, we read of a parable, or actually a riddle, that the Navi chaskal, the prophet Ezekiel, said, um, in a new attempt at trying to get his message across to the people. And the parable was, just a quick reminder, there was a great big eagle with broad wings and lots of feathers and strength and power and powerful talons that flew um, to the uh, forests of Lebanon, grasped a, um, a soft branch from the top top of a tall tree, and flew to a, a land of merchants and planted it there, left that small little sapling and then flew back to the land, took a little seed, a small seed, not the branch of a top powerful tree, but a seed, and planted it in a field next to some abundant uh, water where, the, you know, where it was well plowed and it was a fertile field and it had everything it needed. And then it stood there to let, let that, um, that seed grow. The seed started to grow uh, and the point was that it should grow and this eagle would protect it and make sure that it would be um, that it would grow well and have what it needs to flourish however the plant saw another eagle which was also large but not as large and as powerful as the first one and the plant decided to abandon the fertile field to abandon the place where it had all the water and the and the the well plowed fertile field and go grow towards and send out its roots and its branches towards the smaller eagle which could not provide as good protection and of course there it found that number one it did not have the sustenance it needed to flourish and number two it did not have the protection of the larger more powerful eagle and number one uh, will the the small eagle be able to protect it, and number two, will it even have what it needs to flourish? These, this was the, um, the, uh, the, power, the, the riddle. Uh, these next two verses I probably should have read alongside uh, in the first half, but I I stopped, so I'm starting from verse 9. Amor, I want you to say to the people, God tells to Ezekiel, after repeating this this riddle, Ko amar Adonai Elohim. So says the Lord God, Will this vine, or this this seed that was planted, that's growing now towards the weaker eagle, growing away from the water, away from the fertile field, will it be successful? you take? Would not the larger eagle get angry and upset and rip it out by its by its roots? will it not uh, uh, crush its fruits v'yavesh, and then they would get crushed and dried out and wither away I'm sorry via called sim and it would all of the the um, foliage that grows out from it all of the sprouts that grow out from it will dry up and wither away would not this this uh, large powerful uh, eagle enlist all of its armies and all of its strength, to go against it and tear it away. I planted you, I protected you, I gave you everything you needed. All you needed to do was grow for me. Instead, you abandoned me. Don't you think that large eagle is going to get angry? And let's say that this large eagle did go ahead and allow it to grow towards the smaller eagle. Let's say it did not attack. Can it possibly have what it needs to be successful? With the smaller eagle, without the water, without the field, as soon as it gets to this, to the other place where it's going, any easterly wind will dry it out and ruin it because it's not growing anymore in the place where it has what it needs. It will, it will upon the, the rose where it's growing, it's going to dry out because it moved to a place where it doesn't have the sustenance that it needs. So this, ends, this is how God ends the, par, the riddle. And now he's going to answer the riddle. Now those that have been following along with this podcast throughout all the prophets, or even if just Ezekiel would, would know, that at this time the, the, uh, the first exile, the, the earlier exile, the one with which Ezekiel the prophet was also exiled from Jerusalem, was when the Babylonians attacked Jerusalem, took Yehoiachin, who was the king, the new king at the time of of Judea, and took him into exile, along with all of the great men and great leaders and families of Jerusalem, the artisans, so that they left Jerusalem as a weak kingdom. they all went into exile into Babylon, and those are the people that Ezekiel is talking to now in Babylon. In Jerusalem, they left Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, left in place uh, uh, the king Zedekiah, or Tzedekiah, and said, you can be the king as long as you're faithful to me. And he left in place the temple, and he left in place enough uh, of the, mostly of the, of the lower classes and the poor people, but enough to stay in Jerusalem to keep the kingdom of Judea going, albeit as a vassal kingdom to Babylonia. And that was the deal that Sedekiah had made with Nebuchadnezzar, that as long as you remain faithful, I'll take care of you, you'll be fine. It was later when Sedekiah decided, to, decided to rebel, that Nebuchadnezzar got fed up and, and, uh, and uh, destroyed the temple and destroyed the entire kingdom of Judea. The idea here in Ezekiel is 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 clear, and I guess you already are understanding what the answer what the answer to the riddle is. So let's read it inside. that's verse 11, the word of God to me was as follows. I want you to tell these rebellious people, don't you know what it is that I'm referring to when I said this riddle? You know exactly who the eagle is, and who the vine is, and who the cedar is. You know what I'm talking about. And Mars says as follows: the king of Babylon, He came to Jerusalem. et Malka. He took her king. This is the king Yehoiachin. Clearly viatzoreh, and he took all of her officers. and he brought them to him, to Babylon. This was the great eagle, as 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 re, who represents the king of Babylon, and the cedar branch the top of the cedar branch knows by taking the king that these are the ones that were at the top of the forest the ones and and he brought them to babylon and planted them there and left them there and at the same time verse 13 he took miserah from one of the seeds one of the children of the kingly of the royal family which was Tzedekiah, this is just a seed, a weaker one, a lower one, one that would not have been in charge had Nebuchadnezzar, but still nonetheless a descendant of the royal family, Vayichroti Tobrit, he made with him a covenant, a promise, Vayave'o tobel Allah, and he had him promise. Now this is important, because this, from here we see that God views a promise made between kings, a promise made between people, as if it's a promise made between people and God and we'll see how, why I say this in just a moment but this is very important God emphasizes this twice he made with him a covenant he promised him that Ele haaretz lakach. so he took away the great men of the land with him to Babylon but he did take one of the royal families and he made with him a promise and what was the promise verse 14 Liot it should be a humble kingdom a, low, a kingdom that does not aspire to, to greatness and power over all the other kingdoms, but a kingdom that's humble, that's willing to live in subservience to the great kingdom of Babylon. He did not want that this king should be, this kingdom should be an arrogant and haughty kingdom. And the point was that he needs to keep his promise and keep it forever. Vayimrodbo. But then, what did he do? He went and he rebelled against him. The great, he rebelled against the Great eagle Shlach Malach of Mitzrayim. How did he rebel? He sent messengers to Egypt, and he tried to enlist the aid of Egypt against Babylon. Babylon put him there, set him there, allowed him to be there and thrive there, but instead he went to Egypt. That was represent the smaller eagle, Atetlo Susim Amrov, in order to obtain from Egypt Weapons of war, horses, and and soldiers, and so on. Hayitzlach, Hayimoletoseila. Will he be successful? Will such a person get away with it? V'yahfer brit v'nimlat. Will he beyfer brit v'nimlat? Shall he break his his promise that he made, his agreement, the covenant that he made with Babylon? V'nimlat. Will he escape? Chayoninu madonayil him. I swear, says God. Imlo b'mekom hamelach hamamlichoto that I'm telling you that if that that he's going to get punished but not just punished but in the place the, the within the kingdom of the king who made him king in other words within Babylon itself with at the place of Nebuchadnezzar himself that's where he's going to get punished Asher bozo so in the place where he because why, why there because he, he uh, abused the promise that he made and he broke the promise the, the covenant that he made ito with the king of babylon to the place where he's going to die the place where the king that rebels is going to die is in babylon itself because it was with babylon that he made a promise and it was the promise he made to babylon that he broke and the Pharaoh of Egypt is not going to come back with all these big armies and lots and lots of soldiers to wage war on his behalf against Babylon. Because when Pharaoh and Pharaoh sees that all the might of the Babylonian army, when he sees the siege ramps and the mounds that are built by the soldiers in order to wage war, that are ready and prepared to cut down large armies, Pharaoh's not going to come and fight against that. Pharaoh knows good and well, why should he bother fighting? Pharaoh's going to retreat back to his own kingdom and let the Judeans deal with the Babylonians on their own. And he, he the one who broke the promise and broke the covenant, that one who did all of these things, and 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 uh, he's the one that put out his hand. In other words, he's the one that did it himself. Lo late he will not escape. That was verse 18. I'm about to read verse 19. therefore, and this is where God refers to the promise that Tizkiyahu made to Nebuchadnezzar. God considers that a promise made before Him, and this is very important for us to realize when we make promises to other people. God views that as something important that we should keep as if we made that promise to him so we have to be careful about the promises that we make to make sure that we make promises that we can keep and that we do keep them therefore so says the Lord God I swear that did he that um, I am going to place on his head Uh, because, in other words, I'm going to punish him because of the promise he made to me that he abused and the covenant he made which he broke. For I will spread out my net over him. This is a a reference to the fact that Zidkiyot tried to run, tried to escape, and we we mentioned this earlier, but God said, I will set out my net, I will not let him escape. He will be trapped in my trap. And what will happen after he gets trapped? I will bring him to Babylon. I will take out my justice against him there, because of the um, rebellion that he rebelled against me. All of the the uh, refugees, or the, or also I see translated fugitives from all of his troops and and his agapov are are also translated as battalions, groups of soldiers that that he set up to defend against the Babylonians and fight against them. They will all fall by the sword behind the sharim and those that remain, those that don't get killed, they will scatter across the winds to all the directions, and you will know that I am God, I am the one who spoke this so this is what happens to that vine that decided to go to the small eagle and break its promise with the large eagle to leave the place where it has what it needs to thrive or has what it needs to grow to leave the covenant that it made with the babylonians and treacherously tried to backstab them by dealing with the egyptians but what about that cedar that was planted in the land of the of the of the merchants the merchant land which we now know is Babylon. What about the king, Jehoiachin, who was taken to Babylon? And as we know and we've seen several times, when Jehoiachin did come to Babylon, the, eventually the king, Nebuchadnezzar, started to treat him well and with respect. And that became the seed from which the people were eventually rebuilt, which was a theme that we've seen repeatedly in Ezekiel, that the future of the Jewish people the future that will reestablish the Jewish people will be those that are currently in exile, not those that are currently in Jerusalem. Those that are in exile are going to learn the humility that God wants them to learn, and they will eventually reestablish the people. Uh, we know that the grandson of Yehoiachin, Zerubbabel, eventually was the one who led the people back to the land uh, several generations later. So there, that we're going to read about in these last few verses. Elohim. This is verse 22. So says the Lord God. ani harama. I am going to take from that, that soft um, uh, top growth of the height of the tree of uh, the cedar tree that the one that was taken back in the beginning of the riddle. The one that the Yo-Yachin and the leaders that were taken from Jerusalem and planted in the land of the merchants meaning planted in Babylon and put aside I will make them uh, uh, and I will place them from the top of its those that that um from the tender twigs that grow I will cut off and eventually I will plant it uh, on a tall mountain with Talul on a tall um, a very uh, like a, a, a mountain that, that towers above the others at, at, from the word a tail which is a mound Talul is one that's a mound above mounds like uh, and, and um, which presumably means Jerusalem I'm going to take that and I'm going to replant it there. Bahar Mirum Yisrael Eshtolena, on the highest mountains of Israel, I will plant that. This is the the consolation here, that eventually that that branch that I that that I left in the in the land of the merchants in Babylon I will one day plant it again on the tall mountain of Israel presumably it's a reference to Jerusalem it shall grow branches it shall make fruit and it will grow to a powerful strong cedar tree and beneath it shall reside shall find shade this refers to the entire world, which will benefit from the re-establishment of Israel, that is the purpose of the establishment of the uh, and the redemption of Israel, is that kol tipur, that all these birds, all types of wings, everything will find shade in the nation that grows out of Jerusalem in the future. But Sail d'oliel tishkona, in the shade of its branches, they shall find rest and they will know they will all know all the trees of the field will then know this is again a vision of the future all the trees of the field will then know in other words all the people of the world will know that I am God and what is the key here the tree that had that had arrogance I lowered it I lowered the arrogant. And those that were humble, I raised them up. The trees that were powerful and strong and moist, I dried them out. See, it wasn't might and strength that lasted. And those that were dry and poor and, and, and trampled upon, I made them grow and flower. I am God I have spoken this and I have done this and this is said in past tense that even though it's a future prediction, it's a future prophecy but God when God says something it's as if it's already done. It's reliable as if it is already done. Thank you so much for paying attention and for participating in the study of Ezekiel 17 looking forward to studying chapter 18 together and of course the entire book of Ezekiel and the entire Tanakh together.